she's alive. Alive. So we got lots of new toys this week. <laughs> Amy looked shocked as soon as I said toys. <laughs> Not everyone's as dirty minded as you. And <laughs> got Instagram, people saw our new helping hand around the office thing. That's cool. Actually, really, I am impressed with Timu's quality. Oh, yeah, the quality is very good. I mean, the I stuff thought. that's coming are, are fairly solid every mm-hmm. time we order. That that thing hand is properly plaster, like sturdy stuff. Yeah. Like you, you know? wouldn't want to drop it, though. No, no, it shatters when yeah. it hits the ground. It, it, it's like a vase. Like, yeah, it, it's, exactly. It's, it's pretty solid. <gasps> and I got my we first... We should put flowers in it. <laughs> yeah, <it'd be> <laughs> cool. <laughs> well, when we do up the, the studio office kind of room. Yeah. We can throw it in there with that. That's a good idea. Nice. But uh, we got a screen mask for the first time ever. I've, I've always wanted a we screen mask. We had a screen mask. Not that cheap piece of shit that we bought in fucking... It's looking at me now. It's up there. Yeah. The thing with the... Yeah. It's like it's old still school. technically a screen it's mask, old but it's school, a um, mask. <laughs> Halloween mask. Plastic. <laughs> Do you know what I used to hate about those Halloween masks? They split on the bottom. And they cut Every the shit time, out of yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. And then you'd be sweating like mm-hmm. a fucking pig underneath there. So it's that I'll stinking be and it would all be pooling up in the, in the chin of the fucking thing the thought of wearing a mask a full mask makes me sick for that reason the like smell. the sweat <laughs> and, the smell and the constant breathing and the, no the new screen mask though it, it's for the, from the newest movie and it's good quality to be fair mm. off of Amazon oh it is and it, yeah. it, it's proper sturdy yeah you like that so, word today do I sturdy, sturdy. yeah well I've been getting some sturdy stuff this week. Deep <laughs> <laughs> and sturdy. Well, I was like, because I was like uh, let down. Was it by Amazon? When I got, because my um, bangle, my bracelet, my, oh, arm, my Viking awful. arm ring. And I had one for a good yeah. while and it snapped, which happens with them every now and again. So now I, I don't exactly spend huge money on them. No. But um, I had this one for a good while and I loved it. Two, three years. And I couldn't find a replacement for it. So I got one, a new one on Amazon and it came and it was, it was like plastic. Oh, it Breeze would take it. Yeah, it was very hard. It was shit. Mm. But then I, then I go on Timu and there's the one I had waiting for me again and it's like four fucking euro. Like, what Perfect. the hell? <laughs> I ended up buying a tree pack of them for like a tenner. <laughs> <laughs> so I have spares. <laughs> Keep you going. But uh, yeah, but we got the Scream Mask so we're going to get to do a Scream cosplay photo shoot. We got a Wednesday Adams dress. Evil daughter. And that's also a white thing turned out. <laughs> I was on the, the front of it. <laughs> Evil daughter. <laughs> so it's no, better than the Tuesday ones one. that were going around. <laughs> was there Tuesday ones? Yeah. Literally just labeled Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so we have that. We have there was something else we got. We got my Frankenstein mask. Oh cool. yeah, that no, that was class. You got a couple of cool outfits for photo shoots for the new show playing with Bones. Bones. Which we'll be talking about a little later. Mm-hmm. Once we got there, and we got one of them already, one of them coming. And we bought a green screen. A cheap green screen, but a green screen nonetheless. <laughs> I've been able to do it without green screen. The apps are getting pretty good, to they be are, honest with you. In fairness. So, uh, I mean, I've been managing. But, I mean, I managing. assume the green, coping. <laughs> <laughs> the green screen will help. But they will be fun photo shoots when we get around to doing them. And we're kind of, we're, what we're talking about, like one or two will go up on uh, Instagram, one or two nice pictures. And uh-huh. then we put the whole photo shoot up on Patreon as an added bonus as well. But uh, Amy's looking at me here again, making faces just so I, uh, just uh, as a reminder to any parent listening, these are tasteful, non-nude pictures. 
This is not not OnlyFans. <laughs> she panics every time anyone says cosplay in case she, uh, people think that no, she's going to go off and No, but putting it behind a paywall, it seems a bit suspect. <laughs> <laughs> not putting it behind a paywall. It's because you said you didn't want to be fucking flooding Instagram with the same pictures. <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll stick them over there. Okay. People who can... Look at them as they listen to our bonus material, <laughs> where we cover true crime and history, mm-hmm. which we'll be getting into in a few minutes. Before we get into that real true crime, local true crime, we had uh, the Mexican cartel yeah. <laughs> in Chile this week. <laughs> the fact that they're in carry at all. Well, I was saying that you, that is fucking bizarre. We're watching that, or we were watching. We're watching. Uh, Mayans, the sequel to Sons of Anarchy. Mm. And that whole story is about them trying to get the drugs out of Mexico through the cartels and all this stuff. Yeah. And we're watching this, and then we're t- I'm sitting here thinking, the stories this show is based on have links to Bally CD Garden Center. <laughs> Bally CD. Even <laughs> the name know? Bally CD beside the Mexican cartel. <laughs> <laughs> but that gets more interesting because uh, we have a Mexican cartel. We have a Distant cousin of El Chapo from Kerry, who is currently running one one of the cells of his uh, cartel. And uh, believe it or not, Uh. this cartel leader's name is Morris the Mexican O'Shea. (laughs) <laughs> and you got the Mexican name in Kalorgan, not in. <laughs> Obviously, you can. Oh yeah, why would he call him Mexican? Mexican? He, he'd the be the Irish man over there. Probably. Yeah. But uh, I remember I heard about this on the Sunday World's podcast like a couple of months ago, and they were talking about this guy, this Kalorgan guy. Yeah. Who you know, you're going into his background and all this about how basically he's his dad is cousins with El Chapo, and his mother is Irish, is from Kalorgan. Okay. And they were living in Mexico for the first few years of his life, but his father rather got locked up or killed, one or two, I can't remember. Okay. And him and his mother moved back here, and he was brought up then in Kalorgan. But I was looking at bits and pieces online, like, and, um, and he thought, I googled his name, like, just to see. I thought, like, I, he, he's around my age, so I, mm-hmm. you know, I might have run a Kim across him, because apparently he would have been in the boy racer kind of community, and... I would have been on the fringe. I didn't have a car and I didn't <laughs> like their music, but I would have hung out. My friend's brother would have yeah. been right in the middle of that group. So when he started driving, I'd be in the car with him. So I'd always be around that kind of group. Mm. But um, yeah, I, I don't recognize the dude. I don't recognize him. But I mean, like Bally City Garden said, you know, it was just like a little garden center on the yeah. edge of town, like just outside the town. And it's been there all my life. Mm. And apparently they were involved in moving crystal meth from Mexico to Australia. I would have thought it would be easier to go the other way. From Australia to, yeah, because I mean. The, de- like, the other direction. It's yeah. just not the long way around for them. Well, no, but you see, if they were to go the other way, they'd just be going straight to Australia. What they wanted, well, they, were, they wanted to stop in Ireland so that. When when so when it went through customs, customs yeah, it? like so, like when the Australians see it coming from Ireland, it's like, oh yeah, fair enough, it's coming from Ireland. It's probably mm-hmm. fine, but if they see it coming from Mexico or somewhere like that, they're like, lads, check it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like anything coming out of Colombia around the time of Pablo Escobar. Yeah, <laughs> Everything exactly. needs to be checked. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So two Kerry men have been have been denied bail after they were charged in connection with what was described as the state's biggest ever crystal meth haul. Now, for people outside of Ireland, I will tell you, crystal meth. I don't think is a big issue in this country. I Heroin is a bigger so, yeah. problem here. 
yeah. than crystal meth. I, I've never really heard of anybody doing crack or crystal meth around no. here. I am sure we have crystal meth fucking addicts. I'm sure we have crackheads. We just don't I, have as bad a problem being more with them as no, I'm sure in the yeah, cities, yeah. I mean, I just, I, I've never come across it. No. But heroin's always been the kind of biggest scourge on the yeah. Irish society when it comes to drugs. Yeah. But anyway, these two guys, and this wasn't, again, like we said, this crystal meth wasn't meant to stay here. It wasn't for sale here. Mm. So Nathan McDonald, 43, of Ballarotrally, has been charged with possession of drugs for sale of supply for the amount exceeding 13,000. This carries a minimum 10-year prison sentence and a maximum of life if found guilty. Mr. McDonald was brought to Tralee District Court on Friday afternoon after being charged with the offence at Castle Island Garda Station. Uh, second one, carry man James Lean. My brother insists I know this guy. I've looked at pictures of him. I don't know him. With an address at Pilgrim Hill, Kilmorna, Listole. Jesus Christ, that's literally like five minutes away from us. When he was arrested in connection with the seizure, he's facing two charges, one for possession of drugs for sale or supply for the amount exceeding 13,000 and also for the importation of the drug. Hundreds gathered on Ash Street outside three courthouses. Mr. McDonald and Mr. Lean arrived at the special court sitting on Friday afternoon. So I didn't mind talking about it here because sometimes we'll try and stay away from the more mm-hmm. local fucking talk because you don't know who knows who or yeah, who you get pissy about yeah. what. And, this is huge and uh, it seems like the whole town sort of well because even my dad was sending me whatsapps do you remember but he was put in the family chat it was in the family chat it's here on the Sunday World website as well yeah uh, Gardy were in place outside the building and a significant number of Gardy lined the entrance of the court so this is big big deal mm. this is I wonder what were they expecting the Mexicans <laughs> the Mexican <laughs> I know it sounds racist, but all I can picture is a Looney Tunes cartoons with a bunch of guys in sombreros coming in shooting guns in the air. And I don't even. That makes it sound andale, like andale. not that bad. Whereas I'm picturing a whole load of machetes. Well, I'm picturing a whole load of speedy guns. <laughs> Bandit versions of them, though. Like, like, like uh, dressed in black instead. Like you said, Sam, if he was a Mexican instead of uh, a Texan. <laughs> if you just over the border <laughs> <laughs> the men were brought into, co- brought into court separately Nathan McDonald was wearing a white shirt and black jacket he sat in the dock the court was told that Mr. McDonald was arrested at 11.25am and charged at 1pm on Friday February 23rd uh, with the single charge he replied not guilty Mr. Lean was also actually this McDonald guy I think I recognise him he looks familiar uh-huh. um Mr. Lean was also charged with the two offences on Friday, February 23rd. The state said it was objecting to bail for both men on several grounds, including the seriousness of the charge and further seriousness or serious charges that may be sought. Both men were also considered flight risks, Gardy told the court. I suppose if you're connected to the fucking Mexican cartel. Safe haven in Mexico. I don't know. After everything you've ever seen about the cartels in Mexico on TV... I'd be keeping my mouth fucking shut and my head yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. I'd be doing exactly what they were telling me to do and getting on with it and just mm. doing my time. You do the crime, you do the time, yeah, get on with it. Yeah. The state said it was... Oh, yeah, I got that. The court was told that customs officials examined the container in the port of Cork with an electronic magnetic metal recycling machine which was purpose-built to conceal the drugs, which had an electronic ma- magnetic metal recycling machine. 
Um, so they were hiding it in there. The court said there was 543 kg of crystal meth with the estimated value of 32.8 million Jesus found in the machine. The court heard that following the discovery of the drugs, searches were carried out in Cork and Kerry. Mr. McDonald was arrested in Bally City on February 16th. During the bail hearing for Mr. McDonald, Sergeant Tony Griffin told the court that they were objecting to bail on the strength of the evidence, which includes CCTV footage allegedly showing Mr. McDonald loading the machine into a container for transport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at pictures of James Dean guy again. He, he looks like he could be any fella from Trilly, to be honest with you. The state has said it has phone data allegedly containing details of the arrival of this machine to an innocent person in Australia. Innocent person is in quotation marks. <laughs> uh, Sergeant Griffin said that the state believed that Mr. McDonald received and stored the machine in Ballyseedy and that he was then to be paid 150 grand for storing the machine. So he'd hide the machine for a period of time yeah. and he'd he paid 150 for it. The court was told that Mr. McDonald had significant means, so he so could he leave the jur- so he could leave the jurisdiction. He's made a lot of money yeah, on this. Yeah. The court was told that he is the director of eleven companies with funds of four point four million. What the fuck are you Why doing you breaking the law <laughs> if you got four point four million? <laughs> I can see a desperate man doing it. But not if I was sitting on 4.4. Why would I take the rush? He must be like an adrenaline junkie or something. (laughs) It's the only way he can get a rush anymore. (laughs) He has relinquished control of these businesses, which will be liquidated, therefore reducing his ties to Kerry. Mr. McDonald, represented by solicitor Patrick O'Connell, said he has not admitted to the sale or supply of drugs and solely admitted to storing the machine. The machine isn't a drug, and Mr. McDonald has denied vehemently any knowledge of the presence of drugs. Mr. O'Connell said he said his client did not receive any money. This is the Nathan McDonald guy. Yeah, so he's claiming that he was just asked to mine this machine. He didn't know there was dr- yeah. he didn't know there was drugs in it, and he never received money for it. Okay. Yeah. So just doing a favor to the old cartel. <laughs> he said his uh, client is presumed innocent and has strong ties to the area, so he should be given bail. Judge David Waters said the evidence that he had relinquished his businesses meant he had no business ties to the area. Whoa, Mr. O'Connor shit. said people come into court with no uh, said people come into court with no business ties. I don't know what the fuck that means. I think they're basically saying well other people come in with no business ties and they're there. They're, they're given, yeah. But again, bigger ties, bigger yeah. bigger case. Judge Waters said this is the highest level charge. The amount of tax. The detected was the highest ever of this drug in this state. There is circumstantial evidence of his connection with the machine and that he has been paid 150 grand to store it. Though Mr. McDonald said he had no idea what was in it. Fuck off, you were paid 150 grand for it. If you were, you if you were paid 150 grand to, for, for that to sit in your garage for a few months, would you, would you not have a peek? I will tell you now, right? And I can say it because I'd never do it. But, and I won't say who asked me but there was one point when we were like in deep in the motorcycle world that someone approached me and offered me 20 grand to fly to spain take a bag on a plane to spain get off in spain have a week's holiday then get on the plane to another place in spain leave the bag there get on the uh, plane and come back home again with 20 grand that was when we were broke broke can you imagine the anxiety I had the that common, bag for a week though i had the common sense to turn around to him and say 
Why? First, why don't you I do like, what you say like, to yourself? The- no, I don't think I can do that because I got kids and I don't want to go to jail. <laughs> yeah. if you're offering me twenty grand. I know what's in the bag. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, no, 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 thank you. <laughs> but thanks for thinking of me. <laughs> Just left it at that. Appreciate. <laughs> no fucking way. Would you? I would be a giveaway. I'd be a nervous wreck standing. Oh, in I the would room. be able to make eye contact. I'd be looking everywhere except at them while they were talking. We were coming up from Amsterdam. We had nothing in our pockets. It was just like they know what they what we did here, Amy. They know <laughs> what if they drug test us? <laughs> oh God! Oh God! But um, <laughs> so yeah. So uh, during the bail hearing, Gary said they believe the machine had been bought into Ireland from Mexico in October 2023 as part of an operation for an organized crime gang, and Mister Lean was suspected of directing this illegal operation for the gang. So what I'm getting out of it is. Lean is supposed to be the brains of this outfit, is it? And McDonald was on the side. And he was just minding the... the he was one of these guys yeah, who kind of minded. He was the really not curious But if you got 4.4, if you're multi... If you own multiple companies, what the fuck? 150 grand is a drop in the... It's a drop in the bucket for you, like. I know. It means nothing to you. Mm. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. The state said it was objecting to bail on the strength of the evidence. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. CTTV, all this kind of shit. And that the fact that they had money... Uh, the state said it also believed Mr. Lean posed a flight risk and would not turn up at any trial. Gardy said he had spent a considerable amount of time outside the state, including Colombia, United Arab Emirates, and Romania. Two out of those three places are places where gangsters generally do go. <laughs> I don't know about Romania. I was in Romania. It seemed nice. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see any gangsters. Which shows he can navigate international borders. They said it is their belief that he had connections outside the state and financial means to leave the jurisdiction. And that's literally what my brother said as well today, isn't it? He was like, well, like he's going to go and he's going to do a couple of years in jail. And then then he's going to come out and all that's in cash hidden away somewhere. And he's Mm going to live comfortably for the rest of his life. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, So, yeah. Basically, these two guys are being held until... They will be back in court next week via video link, but I assume it's going to take a while to play out. Via video link? Mm. The fuck is happening to Shlee? Last week, we have a double... Uh, we got a guy fucking... Done for double arrested murder. Arrested for a double murder. Mm. Who I also know. Not in a good way. Not in a good way. And then this week, we got these guys here, and they're all connected to... Did, did we talk about the... Was that Mexican. before or, or during the show that we talked about the Mexican no, clock? That's okay. I couldn't remember because we were talking about it beforehand too. And I was like, <laughs> we did talk about the Mexican, yeah. right? But yeah, so exciting shit going on in our town. But I never, I'll never, ever, ever, ever understand that when you have that much money. Because I always even said it when you look at the likes of the kittens and stuff like that. Mm. And it's like, right. I understand why you started doing what you did. Why did you? You, you keep, came yeah. from lower means, and then you, you built up this considerable amount of cash, and you were in a position where no one was paying any attention to you. Why didn't you retire then? Why didn't you take a step back and say, "Well, I have enough money to live the rest of my fucking life"? What? Where is that drive to control yeah. the entire yeah. world? I mean, especially no, because it's always going to happen. It is. It's like gambling when you're for criminals. They're bound to get caught eventually. Oh, yeah, definitely. It always ends one of two ways, jail or death. Mm. Do you know what? They rather get picked off by one of their own guys or they go to fucking jail eventually. Whether yeah. it happens when they're young, middle-aged, or at the end of their career, they eventually get fucking picked off. Yeah. I mean, like, if the Kinnahans had quit 
before they went on that wild feud up in Dublin. They, if they didn't have that wild feud up in Dublin, they'd probably still be roaming around the place, yeah. tipping away. Yeah. That kind of put them really in the middle of things, like because they were just picking people off for the yeah. sake of picking people off. Yeah. And again, we, we don't want to get too much of I don't mind talking about the guys in Dublin because it seems like they have the kind of sense of they, they'd never fucking give a shit about what the average pe- person is saying about mm. them. I mean, they have the Sunday World talking about them. They have fucking every other paper in the world talking about them. They're not going to give a shit if we're talking about them. They'll ignore it. But I always told you we're never ever going to talk about the the Limerick gangsters. Oh. Because it just seems like they are the type to hold a grudge. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no matter who it is or what they've said, and they've taken out many an innocent fucking man. So yeah. we'll stay well clear of that. But uh, other fucking true crime stuff that we were doing this week. When I, my mini monsters, I got to do Nanny Das. Oh, yeah. I think I like we're going to do a bigger, we're going to do a real monsters on her eventually. She's got a little bigger story. I hate She's kind of. Huh? She's awful. Yeah. The Giggling Granny. What a fucking name. I can handle most of it except for the baby with the pain. No, 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 no. That's no, I don't like that. A bit that. too much. Yeah. But uh, they don't know if she did it or not. Of course she fucking did it. But they have no, they have no proof that that's what killed the child. They don't even know that that's what killed it. Like it could have just been stillborn or could have just been complications everything they, they never proved it it was just that kind of uh the mother of the child says she can kind of half she was kind of half in of it in out of it because it was a difficult birth yeah i could thought she could remember seeing nanny holding the baby with a pin and she doesn't know if it was a lucid and a hallucination and a hallucination <laughs> fuck's sake I just can't say it. <laughs> words <laughs> hallucination or if it was um, her actually seeing it no and uh, I don't think that I don't know if they what was it I said something I said it in the show whether they examined it or not but uh, because it was the sisters that were talking about it and it was second marriage grandchildren death of Harrelson, no, that's another guy. Happy in, here we go. Melvina gave birth to Robert Lee Haynes in 1943. Another baby followed two years later, but died soon after. Exhausted from labor and groggy from ether, Melvina thought she saw her visiting mother stick a happen into the baby's head. So she was out of it. And did they, did they examine the baby? When she asked her husband and sister for clarification, they said Nanny had told them the baby was dead and they noticed that she was holding a pin well in that case yeah the doctor however did not give a positive explanation this is 1943 so they're not gonna really you know you're gonna get away with it a little easier they did find that little pinhole now 1943 where are we in world war two where they still find that pinhole in 1940s Will World War Two be on? Ninety four three, yeah. Yeah, so they're, they're not going to give two shits about Nanny Doss and what she's up to. The uh, baby died, they're, they're busy, like, you yeah. know. Most of their fucking proper doctors probably aren't even in the country at this point, <laughs> <laughs> you know. We're mad into fucking World War Two at the moment. We've been watching Band of Brothers again. Because we want to watch Mass of the Air. But our logic being we want to watch it all at one go and not once a week. I, I don't think yeah. I could. It's not the type of show. I no. even know... It's hard for me to sit here and record because I want to go in and watch Band of Brothers. I'm the same, though. So. <laughs> we're halfway. We're more than halfway through Band of Brothers. Then we got the Pacific. And then, by then, hopefully, all of Masters of the Air will be out. Well, how, long is, how long is it out? I remember saying to you that it would be March, the end of mid or end of March by the time it was all going to be out, I think. Okay. Because it got tr- two episodes, I think, maybe came out the first 
on the front hand. Okay, Masters of the Air. It, it started. I can't see it. I can't find any of this stuff on um. Have a look. <laughs> I'm used to looking at the app. I'm not looking, used to looking at the home screen. So it started in January 26th. It will end on March 15th, right before Paddy's Day. Okay. Oh, is that Jude Law's son? Raph Law must be. He's the head off him. Well, yeah. So that'd be a good one. Okay. Well, yeah. Nanny Doss. So, yep. And then we were doing your racy creepy pasta crips this week with the succubus hey, and incubus <laughs> <laughs> yeah they were fun huh? they were fun even though i don't see i you, it was weird for me to hear you describe the succubus as being a good looking woman because my only knowledge of succubus up until this point had been so pack when the succubus tries oh. to take chef and it's a terrible looking thing. It's the picture I used for the video for uh, yeah TikTok but she, she was she was she was a woman before she looked like a succubus yeah yeah, but it's so pack animation. It's not like she was a hot woman. But yeah, and then I, I didn't even realize Jennifer's body was so we she I'd always assumed she was a vampire. Same as uh, succubus. Yeah. Yep. And I, I mean, I, last time we only watched that recently, and I was sitting there when the boys were doing their kind of ritual thing and killing her. I was like, "How the fuck does this make her a vampire?" I just, I there's so many versions now. I was just like, just "Right, we're just their own That's yeah. uh, that's what I thought. They were just mm-hmm. breaking with tradition. Yeah. And that was it. But uh, yeah. Hey kids, can't get enough of that blood, guts and gore? Then head on over to our Patreon, where for just five bucks a month, you'll get exclusive access to our true crime show, Real Monsters, and horrific history tales from Playing With Bones with Amy Rose, along with early access to our mini-sodes and ad-free access to everything else. All this and loads more horror extras from the horrorverse. So what are you waiting for? Permission? Go nick your parents' card today and subscribe now at patreon.com forward slash it's alive alive pod. Remember, that's it's alive alive podcast the really really fake true crime horror podcast it's alive alive all the guts and gore with none of the guilt so next week we've already announced that we are not going to have our regular schedule show our type of show we're going to give people your debut episode of playing with bones for free on the main feed as a kind of a tester a taster of what they, taster. Taster they have in store going forward and we'll be back to the normal stories the week after yeah, but i've yeah. been really looking forward to this you've been working hard and we've you? been talking about it for the last couple of weeks we just thought we'd get it in last week but you wanted to put a little bit more of a shine mm-hmm. thing, so we held out another week but it is going to be our wednesday show this week yep. so do you want to give them an idea of what we're working with here I thought this week that we do because it's you know, a bit longer episode that we do unusual or bizarre deaths. Oh, nice. Mm. Oh, some of them are good and fair. Not good. Well, obviously, they're deaths, <laughs> so they're not good. <laughs> some of them are bizarre. Good for us. <laughs> yeah. Like there's a, so, so one of them that I'd be talking about is Edmund Ironside. So he was, he was, there's a bit of a, a tiny bit of a backstory and he was king of the English until his death on 30th of November, 1016. So basically he became king at a time when kings of England were elected by a council called the Witten. 
Okay. Yeah, but he, at the time, I thought it was always just passed on no, one to the other. No, there was either there was councils before it became hereditary. But um, the the Witten anyway, they nominated a Danish Viking by the name of Knut, and they elected him. King it's of the English. the same as the, the Valhalla story, the Vikings Valhalla story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but cool. they wanted a, uh, Edmund Ironside was crowned by the public. So it was the people wanted him to be King the of the English. The people's champion. Exactly, yeah. Now, he was also called Ironside because he was <gasps> supposed to have been, like, amazingly strong. So there was all this fighting back and forth between, like, the armies that Edmund had built up and then, obviously, Knut. So it wasn't turning out well for Edmund. So mm. he went to Knut and he said, look... I want to stop the, the loss of life, so we'll go one-to-one for the kingdom. Okay. And then Knut was like, that's really unfair because you're super strong. <laughs> yeah. So he made the proposal, look, what we do is we'll divide up the land and the agreement will stay in, in place until one of us dies. And then the successor, or the, the, the person that survives, survives inherits everything. So that's fine. And then that was maybe 16th of October. And then, as I said, 30th of November, Edmund dies in suspicious circumstances. Ah. So a lot of historians point out that he had been just been through a lot of battles. So he could have picked up something that maybe festered and caused him to die a, a month later. But um, there's two kind of interesting stories that go around. Henry of Huntingdon, that was a, he was a chronicler at the time. He said that Edmund was pooping on the toilet and that there is an assassin hiding underneath the toilet because it wasn't obviously like a toilet bowl it was just yeah. like a massive like box and he was uh, hiding underneath the tablet toilet and stabbed him a few times in the bum Ooh, yeah nasty way to go and then <laughs> there is another guy I can't think of this guy's Find name I will remember for the iron. episode oh yeah <laughs> dirty job <laughs> and then another you, guy said that he you was, know they had to find the one freak in the group to do that job oh, who yeah, wants yeah, to hide yeah, in the yeah, toilet yeah, bowl yeah. until the king comes there's in there's other kings the of England that had stuff poked in their butt though to death Apparently, yeah. but uh, we go there for that. I go through those in the show, <laughs> but um, and then another guy says that he was sitting on the toilet pooping, but an assassin came in with a crossbow and killed him, which is Game obviously where George yeah. R. Martin got Tywin Lannister's death. Okay. Because I mean, the Red Wedding, no, I like yeah. there's so many like historical parallels, obviously, influence like okay, yeah, in Game That'd of Thrones. Be- that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. So he, he went the Elvis way of dying. Oh, the way a real king dies on the throne. Allegedly. <laughs> Alle- uh, there is no concrete evidence, but uh, this is ele- like a lot of the historical deaths are allegedly. Like there's this other guy that I'll touch on more. He was um, he was a lawmaker. He was either a lawmaker or um, an, an, um, kind of a public speaker. Okay. In a, it was either Rome or Greece. <laughs> Again, all of this is in the, is in the, the big episode. But um, he was smothered when people wanted to show his appreci- their appreciation for him. And a sign of doing that at the time was to throw your cloak. So there were so many people that wanted to show their appreciation. He got that buried under the cloaks? Buried under the cloaks and suffocated. Holy shit. So that's what we have to look forward to this Wednesday. Yes. I'm playing with Bones with Amy Rose. Yes. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. Um, what else do we got? We got Real Monsters. The Real Monsters this week. And this is kind of another reason why we pushed on and decided to give her a bonus episode so that we kind of line stuff up. But uh, yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer. We started Jeffrey Dahmer with the intention of it being one episode. Then we realized... We got a quarter way through the script and we were two hours in. <laughs> <laughs> we still got like fucking 30 pages worth of script to read. But we kept getting sidebarred. Um, you kept getting sidebarred. <laughs> <laughs> so I think what is it like an hour and 40 minutes at this Easily, stage yeah, and yeah. there's still uh, we're only at the point where he's moved into his grandma's house 
He's so, even killed me. One? Two? One. One. I think one okay. at this point. So we only really got a strategy for our murder, and then well, we got he the rest. He paid for the jogger, though. That we, that's been done. We talked about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's basically now where where he's finished the army, where he we're moving on to the chocolate factory. <laughs> he yeah, you're looking factory. at me all in shock. Like uh, that was going to be something dirty too. No, he worked in the chocolate. He literally worked. No, in I, a chocolate no, that factory. wasn't like a dirty thing. I just thought he worked. Do you not remember as a, that in, uh, in the in the Netflix show? What? Him with the big huge vats of chocolate. No, because when you were talking about him being a phlebotomist, every time I thought about the Netflix show, I was trying to figure out, did they show him drinking the blood? To be fair, they did make the chocolate factory. The chocolate factory looks less Charlie in the chocolate factory and more like a laboratory, like a big fucking pharma- pharmaceutical factory. Well, or yeah, like I would imagine that's what it's actually like. Going on. Yeah, but when you picture it, you picture I Love Lucy or something like that with the fucking conveyor belts and the chocolates <laughs> going around. And then I presume that's around. after they're made, Josh. <laughs> but, um... That's what goes through my head, but no, it looked like a pretty basic, boring-ass factory, and I know all about them, too. Fuck. I would imagine a chocolate factory is nicer to work in than a fabricating place. My dad said that my dad worked in a chocolate factory, worked in a Mars factory, um, doing, I, I think it was maintenance, you know, like fucking handyman, uh, when he lived in London. Mm. He said it's grand, but you do get sick of it eventually. The chocolate? He said, like, they used to go home with bags and bags full like carrier bags full of chocolate because mm. obviously the thing that came out looking a little funny Goals couldn't be sold. It, yeah. So it was, you know, it, it, they'd be given to them going Jeez. out the door. So they'd go home like they'd, he said, my mom would be like dying from the home and big bags of chocolate. Like, cause him and my aunt, his sister and my, uh, was over there too. So mm. it was her husband and him. And I think my mom's brother as well worked there. So there was like three of them coming home. To the one apartment area and you know, just loads, of, loads chocolate. of chocolate but he said you do eventually get sick of it i find that which i do like chocolate but i will get sick I of it years past i eat chocolate all the time i just love it i'm a chocoholic <laughs> you, you got more of a sweet tooth for the like uh oh you know, sweets and stuff like nerds and jellies <laughs> and stuff like that i, I can't they hurt my teeth i'm getting old <laughs> it has to be chocolate I just love chocolate plain regular ass chocolate but then I, I can be picky about what chocolate I have or oh, when I'm having Oh, yeah, it. I don't like Sometimes don't the Yorkie like, tastes yeah. really nice to me. Sometimes dairy. Mostly dairy milk, though. Oh, if I had to pick, it'd be Yorkie. I'm in my heaven period now. It is Easter egg season. And fuck me. I go through my Easter it eggs. It's Easter egg season of... It's the only Easter egg season from February until, like... It doesn't like two months, two, three months where you can get Easter eggs. Yeah, but when I was, when I was small, you, you didn't get an Easter egg until Easter. You, when you were small, you wait for the Easter bunny. Yeah. When you were an adult, the Easter bunny does not but come you to you, so you, you take you, advantage you, of the you season. You don't get Christmas presents from the start of the Christmas season. Ah. Uh, you don't get Christmas presents from the start of the Christmas well, that's season. Well, that's something we will have to rectify this year. If I'm getting Christmas presents for that long, <laughs> work away. We can we'll work become Jewish out. and we'll do Hanukkah and we'll have eight days of it. Seven or, days of it, eight or days of it. we could just get an advent calendar. Yeah, see? Same thing. See? Presents all day. <laughs> I always, always, from the minute I turned 18, I've never done it. I probably won't do it now because I realize I have to drive and stuff afterwards. But I always had a plan of buying a 24 pack and cutting out squares on the 24 pack. And, and having one in the mornings? Yeah, having it be my advent calendar. We could do it in the evening. Could, I suppose. <laughs> why? How did that? Why, didn't, why were you stuck to morning? For that reason, I don't know. If it was the lads do their advent calendar here at night. I used, because I used to always do it in the morning. <laughs> just in my head that I'd have to do it in the morning. It's a treat, nice. 
And in my early 20s, me drinking a beer in the morning wasn't exactly out of the ordinary. All right. Well, what we can do is I can get one of those makeup ones and you can get whatever you want. <laughs> oh, a shot of whiskey in each of them. Again, if you're going to do it at night time, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Going back to Freddie Prince and Chico and the man, I'd be like the man with the... Uh, every time he used to open the till, the till would have like a shot glass in it and then he'd open the like mm-hmm. a little and fucking shelf open the and the bottle, bottle would just slip uh, out. Yeah. Or he'd open up the fire extinguisher and there'd be a bottle in there. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that was cylindr- cylindrical. Cylindrical. That could fit a bottle of whiskey and it had a bottle of whiskey in it. And then you, I laugh at that. We look at so many old sitcoms, and it's like you know, we're all laughing at this. I mean, like all the family, we're laughing yeah. at their racism. Fucking Chico and the man, his alcoholism. I am telling you, no, <laughs> the, the way they treat relationships and cheers are fucked up. Oh my god, Ted, da- Ted Danson, like, sorry, not Ted. The character is one. I'm, I'm like, no. Oh, I yeah. just can't. Oh, because Kirstie Alley is so much better. She's only chasing men for money. She has, on more than one occasion, listed Donald Trump as being the kind of man she wanted to hook up with. And I know it's the 80s, but Donald Trump wasn't a good-looking dude back then either. <laughs> He's just a fucking heavier, older, yeah, not a good-looking dude now. Sam is more sexual harassment than... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What she's doing is more immoral. What he's doing is... is Cheers is happening now, especially as an employer, that man of The amount of time just some sarcastic <laughs> jive about her not being in his bed yet. She's oh, boss. I mean, they, they, they slag her for, for not sleeping with anybody for like three years at one point. And so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a running joke. But yeah, the, 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 the treatment of relationships. I won't even say the treatment of women, the treatment of men, the treatment of women, the treatment of women, everything back and forth just is is very 90s, yeah. early 90s. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. But I'm still enjoying it. I'm still laughing at it. That's the thing about all these old comedies. you got to understand that the, the time that they're... Co- yeah. you, but that's it. Most of the time, it's because I haven't heard something that shocking on TV. If it's something shocking, no, it's sex-related. It's, you know, somebody saying something sexual. Yeah. And, and it's like, even that's kind of gotten old now. Mm-hmm. So when you hear, like, these really old views <laughs> on just... Everything. Everything. And you realize how backwards stuff is. It, it it catches me off. It makes me laugh the way Ted makes me laugh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where you're just not expecting the words that comes out of his mouth to come out of his mouth. Yeah. Ted catches me because it sounds like Peter Griffin. And I know Peter Griffin can be uh, over the top. But Peter Griffin is limited to what TV allows Peter Griffin to say <laughs> in a cartoon. Sure. Do you know? Yeah. And then there's Ted who sounds exactly like Peter Griffin and says the most outra- more outrageous stuff than Peter Griffin will ever say. And you're uh, <laughs> and it just catches me off guard, makes me laugh every time. Yeah. And that's what actually what Archie Bunker made me laugh. That's why fucking Sanford and Son made me laugh. It's just that kind of casual racism and complete misunderstanding of how people work. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, pretty good. Don't know how we got from Jeffrey Dahmer to sitcoms. Now that will be a sitcom. No, thank you. Dinner with Dahmer. <laughs> All about him trying to get a date. <laughs> We'd oh. fall right in line with this week's uh, promos. Dahmer's Dahmer's dating don'ts. <laughs> a lot of them. Well, we only gave two last week. Yeah, but I'm that's sure we'd have we only a few got more. Second, <laughs> fifteen pages in, like you said. I'm sure there'll be a lot more of them this week. Dammers dating don'ts. 
And uh, another one you wouldn't want to date is the main subject of the main show this week. Oh, yeah. Frank Zito, the maniac. Hey, Ron Jeremy. I really enjoyed that. No, I I did. I, I, I finally found a way to describe what genre of movie of horror movie i like and that yeah. is tom savini horror movies okay anything that man has done the special effects on you can be almost guaranteed i'm going to enjoy it yeah but it's a heavy movie there's a you know whereas when we did the psychopath mm-hmm. and it has dolls and the two and mannequins and stuff yeah. like that there was it was a lighter movie to watch and there was a bit more that we could take the piss out of mm and then when we were doing this, this is kind of like a very basic story of a, like when I, I turned to you and I was like, this is every serial killer story. Do you mm. know, there's so much I can do. Mm. And when I had to write the backstory myself for him and fill in some gaps myself for him, mm. I found it easy to do in the sense that I had a lot of story to tap into because it was so generically serial killer, do you know, mm. that it's like, well... He's went this way, and I know other serial killers who have went this way, and this is what happened to them beforehand, so I'm going to play off that. Yeah. No, you pointed out to me afterwards that I actually just kind of went along with Ed Kemper's kind of background. And I don't know why. It makes sense. Maybe kind of taps into Kemper with, this, with me yeah. a bit. But, Maybe um, subconsciously, because he did look like Kemper. And Kemper took heads. He took scalps. Yeah. It, was, it was very yeah. close. Yeah. And the whole... And I'm pretty sure Kemper did have a... Oh, no, no. That's Dahmer that had the mannequin, which is why I ended up going with Dahmer. Yeah. Should I have a head in his fridge? Dammer? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking. Kemper too. Oh, did Kemper have one? Oh, Kemper kept their heads as well for a while. I don't know if he had any fridge. He, he buried it out the Kemper back. Kemper had it. Or not, I, Dammer had it in his fridge. But he um, pulled his, uh, Kemper kept, uh, ripped his mother's vocal cords out and threw them down Ooh, the yeah, garbage yeah, disposal. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, she yeah, couldn't yeah, talk yeah, to it, so she couldn't uh, fucking... No, she was dead at the time. Yeah, her head it was still off her fucking body. But yeah, the idea was shut the bitch up is what he said. <laughs> Through the vocal cords. Yeah, that's one way uh, of doing it. <laughs> that will take care of it Canada. but um yeah so i thought this is the first time I, i've written one of these stories and it's made me go quiet afterwards usually i'm excited afterwards and i'm excited to tell this you story I, I, I was yeah i was like it's an excited i'm excited to tell so i knew i'd written or put together a good story for us and mm-hmm. i knew that the episode was going to be good yeah but I was mentally drained because I wrote the majority of it in one day. So it was one day in the mind of a very, very sick man (laughs) (laughs) trying to figure out what happened to him to get him there. Yeah, I getcha. And then to play off of the rest of it. And we watched the remake. I loved the remake. The remake is my favorite. But do you know why? Because it stayed... True, true to the original there's a lot of lines that were word for word yeah, identical yeah. even like but it's updated it modernized yeah. it gave it something like, and i think you can do do you know what the problem was mm. in the, the generation there where they went wild with the remake so we got friday the 13th halloween nightmare on elm street mm. they were making a mistake of taking really good classic movies that everybody knew mm. and tried to remake them oh yeah whereas in this case very few people outside of hardcore horror fans mm. would know what the maniac is do you oh, know? Yeah. yeah. It would have been definitely one of the video nasties. You could sneeze at least once a week on this show. It's the microphone. <laughs> She's allergic to my bullshit. <laughs> but anyway, I, I I hadn't heard of Maniac. So I'd seen it on our or uh on demand service there a few yeah. times, uh, passing it. But I wouldn't have really heard of it probably. I would have heard of Elijah Woods version of it. Mm. But um 
what they should have done back then is look at those type of movies. Look at those like small cult movies. I don't think about the amount of money they made at the time in the eighties. Yeah. Think about okay, we can redo this. this. Is a good idea. We just need to modernize it. Yeah. And then modernize it because they did that. And even the way they shot Maniac in twenty twelve, mm. all through his eyes, ninety nine percent of it's through yeah. his eyes. Yeah. And it was it was good. Now I ended up using the eighties version primarily for our story yeah with yeah. little tiny bits of nods towards the 2012 one but that was primarily because I, I could say he was still alive at the end of the, uh, the 1980s one because okay. he opens his eyes again and I'd have a witness to the, the, so I could say that he told us the story mm, so we have yeah. someone to tell because I like to do that I like to try and make this sound authentic so yeah. when we're doing it I like to be able to say I have a source and to be able to back up that source. Like, Scream was fun mm. because we had Gail every time to yeah, help us out there, yeah. like, you know? Yeah. Sometimes I'll just go and turn around and say, well, the director or writer of the movie, and I'll say, well, they're a documentarian that made this documentary called this, and I'll name the movie, yeah, and I'll just go with yeah. them as the fucking, as the source. But, you know, this time I was like, well, he opened his eyes, so I'm going to go with him, and he looks a lot like Ron Jeremy, and that's going to give us a lot of material at mm. the start, which it did. <laughs> but yeah so it was fun it was deep it was dark but it, it was fun I am looking forward to next week so the week too. after playing with Bones yeah yeah. because that was another reason for you doing Wednesday this week is uh, to give me a couple of extra days to get myself finally on time with everything but to give me a bit of time to uh, flesh out our next intergalactic travels. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I can't wait for this one. We've done a nice range of stuff already this year. We're only in February. Mm. We've done... Have we done ghosts? We've done killers. We've done cryptids. We've done... Okay, we haven't done a whole lot. Yeah, but we're going to be doing yeah. a lot more. Oh, <laughs> 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 no, we have. I mean, we're, we're, we're jumping onto new stuff. Yeah. And new grow. Last year was a lot of kill, 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 kill. Yeah. This year, we, we've had the cryptids. We've had a couple of bonus episodes thrown in here and there from Patreon. Yeah. We have something different coming next week from playing with bones. Something different again coming the week after. Mm-hmm. A new type of subject for It's Alive Alive podcast, mm-hmm. but still in the horrorverse. So I'm looking forward to that. Yes. But until then, I think it's all the news we got. Yep. If you like that, then listen to our main show every Wednesday on all good podcast providers. It's Alive Alive, the really, really fake true crime horror podcast. All the guts and gore, none of the guilt. See you on Wednesdays.